0: the book of 2nd Corinthians chapter 11. You see, beloved brothers and sisters, you see, in the last verse of 2nd Corinthians 10, Paul said, For not he that commendeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. God commended Paul The Lord Jesus commended Paul for the ministry. The Lord used Paul, Shaul Paul, to minister to the Corinthians. But here come some false messengers, false apostles, who claim that they are the one that was sent by the Lord. They commended themselves. And they led the Corinthians away from simply believing in Christ and have a simple walk with the Lord Jesus the Messiah. So in verse 3, the Corinthians were beguiled by Satan. The Corinthians' love for the Lord was not as before. Satan beguiled them. Satan is the one that blinded them. Satan is the one that he burdened people. He blinds people. He beguiles people. He buffets people. He does not help. He does not build the people of God. In fact, in 2 Corinthians... Chapter four, and verse four, we do read, beloved brothers and sisters, that he is called. Notice that Second Corinthians four and verse four, we read, the God of this world hath blinded the mind of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. He is called the God of this world with a small g. In Second Corinthians chapter twelve, we read. In verse 7 we read, And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelation that was given unto me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to buffet me. The Lord allowed Satan to buffet Paul through this messenger of Satan. Satan brings burdens of people. Satan is blinding people. Satan is beguiling people. Satan is buffeting people. That is what Satan does to the people of God and to the whole world. So Paul, as he continue, and he says, speaking about the fact that verse three that the Corinthians were beguiled by Satan. Satan is called a liar. He is a liar from the beginning. He is called the accuser of the brethren in Revelation chapter 12. And so in verse 4, Satan is an imitator, Paul is telling the Corinthian. Satan has a, a counterfeit gospel. Satan sends false gospel preachers. That would happen to the Corinthian. So we read in verse 4, for if he that cometh preaches another gospel whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit which ye have not received, or if another gospel which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. So, Paul is reminding them Satan really is an imitator. He is telling false, he is a liar, and he is claiming to be that which he is not. He is Always want to do away with the things of the Lord, either counterfeit, either counterfeit, beloved brothers and sisters, as we read elsewhere in other epistles in the Word of God. Galatians 1 and verse 6 tells us, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ by uh, or and unto another gospel, which is not another. But there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. The Galatians had the same issue. Here the Corinthians was spoken by the Apostle Shaul Paul as he is now writing to them this second letter. Now he continued to show his jealousy towards the assembly of the believers at Corinth. Uh, we we'll call them saints in the first chapters. In verse 5 and 6, Paul was open before the Corinthians. Paul was not behind uh, the chiefest of the apostles. He wanted them to be careful and not to follow anyone else except the Lord Jesus and to recognize that he was indeed his servant. And so we read in verses 5 and 6 of Second Corinthians 11, But, Though I be rude in speech, yet not in knowledge, but we have been thoroughly made manifest among you in all things, he's saying to the Corinthians, have I committed an offense in abasing myself, in other words, by lowing myself, by humbling myself, was that an offense when I did so? He's saying to them, that ye might be exalted because I have preached to you the gospel of Christ or the gospel of God freely. Notice Paul presented the gospel to the Corinthians without any charge. He freely presented a message of the gospel. He wanted the Corinthians to come to know that Yeshua indeed is the Messiah and to become redeemed and forgiven. And that's why he was for 18 months at Corinth. Presenting the gospel, leading souls to the Messiah and then instructing them and discipling them so they will grow to continue to follow the Lord. But as we just read in verse 4, if somebody come and preach another Jesus, some came to preach another Jesus, another Yeshua, as if there is another, there is only one. The Lord Jesus said of himself, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Peter and the apostles preached in the early days of the assemblies in Jerusalem. He said there is none other name given among men whereby ye must be saved. And that's the name of Yeshua, Jesus. You shall call his name Yeshua. You shall call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins. So he said if somebody comes preaching another Jesus, whom we have not preached. We didn't preach another. We preach the person of the Lord Jesus the Messiah as indeed He is. You did not receive another spirit. You received the Holy Spirit of God when you have accepted the Lord Jesus the Messiah. And you did not receive another gospel from us. We preach to you the gospel of the Messiah, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture, that He was buried And he rose again on the third day according to the Scriptures. And so now, beloved brothers and sisters, once Paul showed to them that he was jealous over them with godly jealousy, he warned them, because he's jealous over them, we are going to jump over verses 7 to 12, and we'll go to verse 13, 14, and 15. And you notice what Paul is saying, as he continues... To show his godly jealousy towards the assembly of the believers at Corinth. He says in verse 13. The false teachers. That he was just speaking about them. That preach another gospel. He's saying to them. In these next verses the false teachers. Transform themselves into an, an angels of light. You see, if you go back for a moment to verse 5, where Paul says, I suppose I was not a wit behind the very chiefest of the apostles. What he wants to say is that, I am an apostle like the chiefest of the apostles. The apostles whom the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, chosen as we read of them in the Gospel of Matthew, the twelve apostles, that he send them and he called them for the ministry and he sent them uh, to minister to the word of God to be his messengers. You remember we do read in Matthew chapter 10 when he had called unto him his twelve disciples. Verse 1, he gave them power against unclean spirit to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness. And all manner of diseases. And notice that in verse 2 of Matthew chapter 10, now the names of the 12 apostles. You see, in verse 1 of Matthew 10, they are called the 12 disciples. In verse 2 of Matthew chapter 10, they call the 12 apostles. Shlichim in Hebrew, Apostolos in the Greek. And we have the name, the first Simon. And then Andrew, then James, and then John, Johanan, and then Philip, and then Bartalmai, and then Thomas, Teom, then Matthew, and then James, Yaakov, and then Labius, and then Simon, Shimon, and then Yehuda. These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the ways of the Gentile initially, but into the whole house, the lost sheep of the house of Israel initially, and then he sent them to go to all the world, preach the message of the gospel. And Paul said in verse five, as he continue later on in verse thirteen, he says in verse five of second Corinthians chapter eleven, he said, I did not come behind of any of the chiefest of the apostles, because I also was called by the Lord To be an apostle, to be a sent one, to preach the message of the gospel. As we read in Acts chapter 9, as the Lord said to Hananiah. But the Lord said unto him, go thy way. Acts 9.15, for he, this is Shaul Paul. Shaul is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. And I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. So, beloved brothers and sisters, Paul shows, present his jealousy of love and care as, a, as an Abba, as a father towards the Corinthians. And he's saying to them in verse 13, 14, and 15 of Second Corinthians chapter 11, he said, For such are false apostles. I'm not a false apostle. I do not come behind other apostles. I'm chosen by the glorified Messiah. I'm sent to minister the gospel. But they are false apostles. They are deceitful workers. they transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. They are claiming to be serving the Messiah, Christ. But really they are just a false apostles who transform themselves as if... They were apostles of Christ. Verse 14 and 15 of our chapter, And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Beloved brothers and sisters and dear friends, the apostle Paul, in his days, already in his days, sometime around sixty A.D., already false apostles rose, who were followers of Satan, who really transforming themselves into an apostles of Christ, apostles of the Messiah, give the appearance as if they were really messengers. Of the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, but in reality, they were really a followers of Satan, they were false apostles, and they influenced the local assembly at Corinth and they turned them against Shaul Paul. And Paul said, No marvel, verse 14 and 15, because Satan has Satan, Satan himself transforming into an angel of light. Therefore it is no great thing if his, this is Satan's, ministers, servants, followers, also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness and notices, whose end shall be according to their works. You know, beloved brothers and sisters, by the time we arrive to the middle of the book of Revelation, in Revelation chapter 12, God will cast Satan and those that follow after him, the the demons, the fallen angels. And we do read in verse 12 of the Revelation 12, 12, it says, Therefore rejoice ye heaven, and ye that dwell in them, woe to the inhabitants of the earth, And to the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman, he persecuted Israel, which uh, brought forth the man-child. And beloved brothers and sisters and and dear friends, Satan was cast from heaven in the middle of the tribulation. And ultimately, even those that follow after Him, these demons, these fallen angels, and all those that claim to be a servants of the Lord Jesus the Messiah, but in reality are not their end, whose end shall be according to their works. They will have the same eternal end of judgment by God, because they followed after Satan. And that's why it is so important for everyone to turn to the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, to accept Him as our Lord and Savior, and to receive forgiveness, and to follow Him, and to also serve Him in this sad world in which we live in today, beloved brothers and sisters and dear friends. Well, now as we continue here, the second presentation of the apostle Shaul Paul to the Corinthians in this eleventh chapter is found as a father now being gentle with the Corinthians. Paul presenting himself as a Abba as a father that is not only have a godly jealousy towards the Corinthians, but also have a godly a generosity and gentleness towards the assembly of the believers at Corinth. And of that we read in chapter 11, where we are in verses 7 to 12. And so we read in verse 7, Paul preached the gospel to the Corinthians freely. He's reminding them in verse 7, and he said to them, I have committed an offense in boasting, in abasing myself, he said to them, that I might be exalted. Let me repeat it in verse 7 again. He said, Have I committed an offense in abasing myself, in humbling myself, that you might be exalted because I have preached unto you the gospel of God freely? So in verse 7, he is reminding the Corinthians that when he was with them, he presented the gospel to them freely. He continued, and he said, I robbed other churches taking wages of them to do you service. Imagine, beloved brothers and sisters, Paul served the Corinthian, led them to the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, and they should have supported him as he served the Lord, and yet they didn't. And he received, others supported him. He also supported himself because after all, uh, beloved brothers and sisters, if you remember, as we read in Act chapter 18, that Paul was with Aquila and Priscilla, and that they were tent makers. So because he was of the same craft, he abode with them, and he wrought. For by their occupation, they were tent makers. So Paul was with Aquila and Priscilla. As a tent maker, he was taking care of himself. And he said that other assemblies were supporting him. This is amazing. It is often so, isn't it? Those that receive the most benefit from the servant of the Lord are the least supporting the servant of the Lord. It's somehow the way that things work. And those that receive less benefit from the servant of the Lord They are the ones that are more caring for this missionary or this servant of the Lord. And they take care of him. So Paul is presenting this in verse 7. As his gentleness. As a father towards them. He continues in verse 8. He says, I took wages from others. In order to serve you, Corinthians. In verse 9, he was not a burdensome. He was not chargeable to no one. No one can accuse him. He didn't force himself on, on the Corinthian. He said, And when I was present with you, and wanted, another other words, I was in need, I was not chargeable to no man, for that which was lacking for me, the brethren which came from Macedonia supplied. And in all things, I have kept myself from being a burdensome unto you, and so will I keep myself? You see, Paul didn't want the Corinthians to accuse him that, oh, we, we paid you, we supported you, we we took care of you, and so on. Paul says, no, you receive the gospel freely from me. And you receive the ministry of the word of God for freely from me. They should have supported him. The labor is worthy of his hire. You are not to muzzle the ox when he tread. When he works. This is the responsibility of the people of God. Just like the people of Israel historically were to take care of the Leviim. The tribe of Levi. The priests and the the servants of the Lord. to, To take care of them. But Paul... Specifically, with the Corinthian, emphasized the fact that he did not want to be chargeable to them, and he will say, "I will keep myself in that way towards you." There was a principle towards the Corinthians who accused him, who didn't appreciate him, who listened to other false apostles and false messages, turn against him. What a shame it was for the Corinthian, and the evident was in the letter in First Corinthians. Prove the spiritual state that the Corinthians were at at that time. And how Paul had to write a whole second epistle. Not so much uh, dealing with doctrine. But dealing with opening his heart because of the issue and the problem that existed there. And their behavior towards him. In verse 10 Paul said he was truly a servant of the Lord Jesus the Messiah. He said... As the truth is in Christ, is in me. No man shall stop me of this boasting in the regions of Achaia. In other words, I know that I served the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah. I was and I am a servant of the Lord Jesus the Messiah. He was not saying it in pride, but he was stating facts, as we read here in verse 10. And in verse 11 and 12, Paul asks, Do I not love you? In verse 11. Wherefore, because I love you not? Do you think all this I do because I do not love you? I care for you. I love you as a father, as an Abba. I love you, Corinthians. I always did. But you turn against me. In verse 12, Paul He said he wanted the the false apostles to stop to seek glory for themselves. And he said, but what I do, that I will do. That I may cut off occasion from them which desire occasion. That wherein they glory, they may be found even as we. In other words, those that were there that were false teachers, false apostles, they were in the midst of the Corinthians, he says, this what I will do, I want to stop the occasion that these individuals in your midst take for themselves, to proud themselves, to glory themselves, and they need to have the right attitude of humility they need to change their way or to be completely set aside and stop to influence the believers that are at Corinth. And so, beloved brothers and sisters, in verses 1 to 6 and 13 to 15, Paul presents himself as an Abba, as a father of the Corinthians, who has godly jealousy over the believers at Corinth. Secondly, in verses 7 to 12, the Apostle Paul presents himself as an Abba, as a father to the Corinthians that shows gentleness in the care for the Corinthians, for the believers of the assembly at Corinth. That is appeal here in this 11th chapter of Second Corinthians. Now thirdly and finally in the second half of this 11th chapter this all second half from verse 16 to 33 Paul presents himself as a father that has an anxiety for the assembly of the believers at Corinth. You know any father any Abba has a care for his children and he cares for them. You remember the The passage that we read in the Gospel of Luke of the prodigal son that came to his father and said, if you remember, beloved brothers and sisters, he came unto his father as the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, presented this interesting parable and how he came to his father and and he said to his father, remember, and I just want to read the text for us. Just for our benefit, uh, uh, when the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, presented the fact uh, that He, the God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, all the three persons of the Godhead were involved in the salvation of mankind, of lost sheep. And so, as He speaks this parable in Luke chapter 15, the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, present. First of all, the son is a shepherd, secondly the Holy Spirit is the woman that lost a coin and eventually found it, but thirdly he presenting himself now as a God the Father, he presenting him as a father that have two sons. The youngest said to the father, give me the portion of goods that befalleth unto me, and so the father gave him he divided the Goods unto his two sons.